Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialist with an office in Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. Hey, Eric, did you see this story about a man in Savannah, Georgia? Uh, he was recently surprised to get a speeding ticket stating that he owed $1.4 million wow. after being pulled for going 90 in a 55 zone. Now, he called the court, assuming that it was a typo, who was initially told he had to either pay it or show up in court. $1.4 million. After he pressed him further on this, he learned that the dollar amount was a placeholder that was generated by software used by the court system and that a judge would determine the actual fine in court. We talk about mm. causing some guy to have a heart attack. According yeah. to state law in Georgia, the fine can't actually exceed thousand dollars that's kind of a ridiculous policy i think that's good to know so i would say then now now you know that just go as fast as you want you can't pay you've got a thousand dollars to burn yeah um, exactly yeah that's uh yeah that would that would cause yeah a lot of grief you know when you get something in the mail from the county that you're in it's you know usually never good or something with the three letters up at the top irs you know it's probably never anything that good exactly but i do know um, interesting because a, a, a friend of mine, his father lived in um, Switzerland. Switzerland, oh, yeah. And in Switzerland, your fine for speeding is based upon your net worth. Hmm. So the wealthier you are, the more you pay. <laughs> and I'm not sure how they determine that. Then, so I guess you get the fine that you have to go uh, appear in front of a magistrate. I don't think they just automatically sign you a fine, and then maybe you have to produce a financial statement, and then they say, okay, because you are worth X amount, your fine is Y amount. You know, that'd be kind of, or maybe they require you to always carry a net worth statement on you. I don't know, but yeah, <laughs> 1.4 million. That that uh, wow. That's a doozy. It'll definitely get your attention. I, w I would just go and ask, well, how much jail time is that? And maybe it's only like a weekend of jail time for the $1.4 million. <laughs> and wow. just go away for a weekend. Yeah, It's crazy to have a placeholder like that, though. Scare everybody yeah. to death, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to go to the state of Georgia and get caught for speeding. You know, no. Wouldn't no. want to deal with that. And let's talk about cutting corners. And that guy who got that ticket may want to cut corners on the fine, at least. Look at the ways that some people try to cut corners in their retirement planning. Some people try to take shortcuts and, and do things the easy way rather than maybe doing them the smart way. A lot of people take too much risk to try and make up for not saving enough in their earlier years. And I'm certain you deal with a lot of folks like that. Yeah, yeah, they didn't, um, you know, we put as much away as possibly they um, could have. And so, yeah, they got a swing for the fences. And, you know, up until 2022, it was kind of a smart, uh, smart strategy. Well, ever since, you know, 2009, we've had a couple of hiccups along the way, but it's worked out for them. And then 2022 is not a good year. So what you really need to do, and, and what I find is those people have never really gone through a process to determine what they really need to spend in retirement. They're looking at their current income and saying, hey, I need this amount. 
And if they went actually through a process to determine what they really need to spend in retirement, they may find that they don't have to chase high returns on all of their money. They could start to put some stuff, get it ready to be in a safer mode so when they, they can retire no matter what's happening in the stock market. Uh, have some stuff that's safer to take their income streams from. Or maybe they just have to you know work a little bit part-time. Some people would rather work part-time rather than just you know, totally cutting out work altogether. You know, they still want to do something a couple of days a week, generate a little bit of extra income. It's just all depends on what your ideal vision of retirement is. But it hurts when the markets go down. So when you got everything 100 percent and you know high uh, risk stocks, you lose 20 percent of a twenty thousand dollar portfolio. Doesn't hurt as much as twenty percent of a million dollar portfolio, yeah. and so when you start to lose dollars like that, you start to look at okay, that's a couple of years worth of income, probably a lot of years worth of income. That's a vacation, a house maybe you know, or a new vehicle I wanted, or that motorhome, or things like that. So, the closer you are to retirement, it's not about the percentages anymore; it's about the dollars that they are associated with. So, you definitely want to have things in place so that you can retire when you want to retire, not just when the markets are good. And that's what our plan does for you. Mm-hmm. Another thing that everybody can do, if they just pay attention and and, and uh, figure out how to do things right and get a good advisor like you to help them with this, is making sure that their legal documents are all in place. The I's are dotted and the T's are crossed, and some folks fail to do that. Yeah, um, simple to get a will or powers of attorney, you know, and you time you, you need those, the time you can't get those. So uh, you can, you know, pull those off of, um, there's some websites you get that from, or, you know, they're not that expensive to get from an estate planning attorney. Um, and these have to be notarized uh, and witnessed. So you definitely want to have those in place. But one that's even easier than that is just to make sure your beneficiary designations are updated on things like your IRAs, your 401k, your retirement plans. A lot of websites that you have access to your plans will allow you to change it right there, or at least look. Um, you want to make sure you have not only a primary beneficiary if you're married that's simply going to be your spouse, but contingent beneficiaries if you do have children. And then if there's been a benefit or a change, right, unfortunately, some people end up divorced, right? So make sure after right. the divorce you go back and change that. Um, and if you remarry, make sure you update that. Um, so very simple on the beneficiary designations because it doesn't matter whether you have a will or even a trust. If the beneficiary designation on that retirement plan or IRA is different, it's going to go however that beneficiary designation is. So make sure all those are cohesive and going to the people or entities that you care about. The next thing I wanted to mention is really kind of uh, like what we just talked about, about legal documents not getting organized. A lot of people are just disorganized out there. They are. And you know what uh, some people have commented on when they come in for our retirement readiness review is kind of force them to get a little organized Mm -hmm. because we ask them to, you know, get statements together and um, go through a high level budget, kind of think about what they're spending. An easy way to do that is look at a year's worth of bank statements and see what you're kind of spending. But it kind of forced them to, oh, where's this? We have this over here. We got that over there. Because a lot of times you you know, buy a financial product from a family member that got in the business and you just throw it in a drawer and forget about it and, you know, you don't see a statement on it. Or a lot of companies are just going to statements online now, so you don't even get anything in the mail to remind you that you have this account, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you organize where your money is. People that know what they have fare better than people that don't, yeah. right? So understand where everything is. And so 
and we put it all into people's plan, they like it because they can see it all on one page, you know, and um, when they have outside assets, things that we don't uh, manage for them, we just update it when they bring it in. And uh, there are softwares you can link everything to it. There's, you know, great things that are available to you um, through the App Store or Google Play or something like that or websites that you can use if you want to aggregate things. One of the tools we give our clients does allow you to aggregate stuff if you want to. But just, you know, kind of a ledger, old-fashioned, you know, in a book. we got accounts here, here, and here. Because also what you want to think about is you're organizing it for your kids, let's say, because something happens to you and your spouse and your kids need to go and clean up accounts. It's kind of nice if you're giving them kind of a roadmap of, hey, we got money here, there's money here, there's money here. You know, so make sure that you know who to contact to claim those things. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are are so disorganized and uh, have something else I want to ask you in just a moment here. But uh, let me remind everybody, you're listening to Retirement Ready with Eric Peterson. Eric's number, 515-226-1500. We'll give you that number again coming up in just a few minutes. We're discussing how people cut corners. Sometimes that can lead to bad things. Uh, Some people ignore details about certain investments. They just kind of gloss over those, and that can get you in a lot of trouble, can it? Uh, It can. Anything that um, has a contract to it. So this usually is going to be in the insurance world because insurance companies uh, issue policies which are contracts. So if you don't really understand the contractual obligations or the languaging there, right, then if you needed to, let's say, exit the contract, there might have to pay some kind of surrender charges, and then people get all upset about that because no one told me that I had this. Well, the person that positioned or recommended that product to you should have explained it and showed it to you and pointed it out and said, hey, this is the reason and the reasons why we're using this product, which might be a little restrictive for you. Um, Life insurance, those types of things, too. Understand the contractual obligations there. Actually, life insurance is unique because the only contractual obligation is really on the insurer, the person, the insurance company, not on you, because if you just don't pay your premium, it's no big deal. They just you just don't have the insurance anymore. Nudity is a little bit different. Um, but also some financial products, right? Um, especially the ones that are not publicly traded, the real estate investment trusts. I see a lot of people don't understand those um, at all. In fact, there was a firm here a long time ago that put people into things that were very illiquid. They didn't understand them. They lost a whole bunch of money, and his whole business imploded. Mm. Uh, it was a you know pretty big organization out here. Um, had a brand new building out there that now uh, is owned by somebody else. So uh, understanding what you have and the advantages, disadvantages, and any strings attached, uh, that's what you want to know. So when clients come in, we always re-educate them on the stuff that they have, explain all those things about them, advantages, disadvantages, strings attached, so they understand, oh, this is the reason why I use this tool for this particular thing. There's no bad tools. It's just how they're applied can be bad. Yeah. So just understand how your how your tools are being used. Just one more thing I wanted to mention here about uh, cutting corners, and this kind of falls into the category of avoidance as well. A lot of people don't even like to think about or certainly not talk about long-term care and how so many of us are going to need it at some point. That's a discussion you just don't want to avoid. No, you need to have a, a, a grown-up conversation about it, right? Yeah. Um, it's unpleasant because that you know it's a dealing with. Hey, I'm, you know, I'm not of my faculties, or my spouse may have to enter a facility, something like that. 
So you need to see how it affects your portfolio. Most people think if I have a discussion on long-term care, it's a sales presentation to buy a policy. Mm-hmm. No, it's okay. If we assume that one of you enters this facility, how does it impact your portfolio? How does it impact the money that you have? Because you're going to have to pay for that. So the default option for everyone's plan is to self-insure, which means if I'm married, which I am, and let's say my wife has to enter a long-term care facility, there's a bill for her treatment, for them to care for her. They have a cost for that. I'm going to have to pay that out of my money, okay? So I can either insure against that, which buy an insurance policy, or I can just use my asset. What is insurance? You transfer the risk to a company that's going to pay that, okay? So that's one way I can do it. Or I can pay it on my assets, and that's another way I can do that, right? Or if I'm on don't have many assets, what will happen is I can go through a spend down, which means I would qualify her for Medicaid, in which case then the state is paying for that. So there's kind of three tracks to go with that. You can insure, you can look at a spend down, or you can um, do a self-insurance, okay? Those are the conversations to have. And so you, then you can make an intelligent decision about it because you may end up there, you might not, right? But You definitely want to see how it can impact your retirement plan and what it does to the surviving spouse is key if you're married. And then what potentially could be left on to your family if you have one, uh, what those assets may be. So just have a conversation about it because it is something that may happen. So just again, have uh, a grown-up conversation about that topic. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040. WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.